The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best Welcome to the Voices of search podcast today we're going to talk a little seo news with one of the voices of the voices of search podcast joining us is jordan cooney who is the ceo and co-founder of Previsible, which is an seo consulting and education company to help support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and jordan is also an advisor to our old friends at search metrics and today jordan and i are going to discuss how black friday 2021 actually shook out and this podcast is also sponsored by hrefs What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, CEO and co-founder of Previsible. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First time talking SEO news this year. I'm excited to get back together. I mean, it's late late already in the new year, but we can still celebrate since this is our first episode together. Well, tell everybody, how were your holidays? Did Santa come down your chimney? No, but COVID did. Santa didn't come down. Maybe Santa came down and gave you the Rona. I don't know about that. I don't think he's that evil. They apparently yeah. they have the coronavirus in Green Bay, Wisconsin. They do. Shockingly, the North Pole does have coronavirus. So, and we we contracted it. All of us, the whole family, all five of us. But uh, we survived. Mild symptoms. No, nothing. Nothing serious to report. Other than Christmas was a little. Little lonelier than 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 other years, and that's why you get your shots, folks. That said, Jordan, the holiday season was maybe not so exciting for you, but there was lots of exciting excitement in the e-commerce and SEO space. Let's talk a little bit about what happened at the end of the year, going into the beginning of this year. What did we see in terms of the overall performance from the holiday season? 
Yeah, Ben. I mean, I think that from a very like macro view, there were good numbers to report, right? I mean, a lot of the the reports out there show that U.S. consumption during the holiday season was was growing somewhere between a lot of the different reports were showing like an eight to ten percent year over year growth in online spend during this holiday season, surpassing you know two hundred billion dollars in e-commerce purchases during this holiday season. So another spectacular year of growth for e-commerce. Maybe if you put this in hindsight, though, not necessarily record-breaking. I think that a lot of industry analysts would point to the fact that e-commerce growth just even a few years ago before the pandemic was was growing in double digits and was expected to continue growing in in double-digit year-over-year numbers. The reality here, though, is that by and away, there were some unique challenges to the holiday shopping season. But also, I think that collectively, there were some changes in the way that consumers were buying. So what's interesting to me, you know, generally considered a successful year, the last number I saw was $204.5 billion of e-commerce purchases, which isn't a record. And honestly, that's a little disappointing if you're, you know, a fan of e-commerce. Generally, we set a new record every year with e-commerce transaction. This year, we were actually net down. What do you think caused that? I think that it was mainly driven by some unique behavioral changes. I think that one of them is the buy now, pay later kind of growth that's just been taking place in any commerce. And so that's just probably made consumers, instead of purchasing a lot of small items, purchase maybe one larger item, and then that be the one item that they get that season, that holiday season. The other big trend that I think is really unique is the way that consumers have returned to in-store shopping. Obviously, we've seen a huge growth in curbside pickups, but we've also seen just a return to shop in the shopping malls, as well as large anchor stores. And the reality is, is that that probably has driven down the e-commerce numbers that we we, we've seen from previous years. To me, you hit the nail on the head. You know, I, I would say that overall, this is a successful year for e-commerce. But the reason why it wasn't a new record is because last year was such an anomaly. People could not go into stores. And so obviously, there was uh, more of a shift towards e-commerce than ever before. A huge jump in the 2020 holiday season because of the pandemic. And this year, while it feels like the pandemic never ended, at the end of the year in November, in early December, we hadn't quite hit the Omicron wave and people were still you know, going back into the stores thinking that the pandemic was sort of on its last legs. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's the case right now. And so we saw the reinvention of brick and mortar commerce, which is now probably subsided. Another thing that happened in 2020 is, you know, we had the stimmies, the stimulus checks where people had a lot of spending cash. It just seems like everyone was sitting on a high record amount of savings. What do you think that did comparing 2020 to 2021's holiday season? Unequivocally, like the stimulus checks, I think also the uniqueness of the way that shopping habits were just had to be different in December of 2020 really transformed the, the consumption in the United States. Particularly though, online, let's talk about online, how that's different. I think that there's one big, big change here that isn't captured in, in commerce. And that is that 
This year, unlike last year, I believe that consumers have shifted some of their buying habits to more physical goods, to non-physical goods during this shopping season, which may not be captured in some of these holiday shopping numbers. For example, I know that Google Trends reported that things like subscriptions were way up this year. I also know that there's been a lot of buying of lifestyle type purchases that aren't necessarily encapsulated in your traditional e-commerce type shopping like like KPIs and numbers for the holiday season. You know, I thought where you were going to go here is the rise of the NFT. That's actually what I was going to get you for Christmas, but you were locked up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, do they have NFTs in the North Pole? Yeah, shockingly, they do. Yes. So, you know, don't don't forget about my birthday. It's coming up here in February. So definitely can get me one of those. But yeah, NFTs. But also, there's just been a huge rise in travel. I know my parents decided to do the, the travel gift as they thought that this Corona thing was going to be behind us. But now we're all kind of laughing about that one. The reality is that there's just been a large amount of consumption in, in the non-physical goods that I think has really changed also this, this holiday shopping. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, so we're seeing a shift towards digital goods. We saw more buy now, pay later. People are going back into the stores. As we start to think about e-commerce in 2021, what can we take away from what happened during the holiday season to start thinking about what we're going to see this year? Yeah, so what we're going to see this year, I think that buying away is some sort of return to normal shopping habits when it comes to this connection between in-store purchases and online purchases. So basically, this curbside pickup type buying needs to come back to some sort of normal. I think that was one of the big challenges also for this this shopping season was coming to the realization that you'd, you'd show up at the store and that those items just weren't even available. And that the only way to really know for sure whether you're going to be able to get something was to physically show up and get it. Even for many of these e-commerce companies, it was very difficult to maintain stock numbers, ensure that you'd satisfied customers at the end of the day. And for a lot of e-commerce this year, by the way, because of the logistics challenges that were going on in this country, many of them, their cutoffs were much sooner 
than previous years. So again, another combination factor in here, which is all of the logistics talk and the kind of the the shipping and logistics challenges that we're facing as an economy and as a country has caused some of the change in behavior. I know, I know for us as a family, we, we made some changes in terms of what we were going to be. We, we asked that our grandparents and family members to gift our children because we knew that, Hey, look, our, our, our kids are very fortunate. They don't need, you know, 17 toys. So maybe we can limit the number of toys that they get this holiday season. Only limited to 15 toys per year. The poor Cooney <laughs> kids are struggling. When we think about this upcoming year, to me, the biggest thing that I'm thinking about is the uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen with this new wave of the coronavirus, whether it be encountered with more variants. There's now the debate whether we're going through a pandemic or an epidemic. Is this just something we're always going to be dealing with like the flu season? And then that's going to change how we regulate, how we govern ourselves, and also going to impact what's happening with the supply chain. Lots of problems in e-commerce actually physically delivering the products and to me, that's got to have an impact over time about what people are buying. If you can't get it as fast, people might not be buying as much. So Jordan, when we think about uncertainty with the coronavirus, when we think about whether we're going to be in stores or not, when you think about some of the deliverability and the logistics problems we're having, give me the, the bottom line of how you think this is going to impact SEO. Well, one thing's for certain, Google's going to continue messing with us when it comes to updates. So that's a guarantee. Uh, at least we have something to look forward to. <laughs> but uh, on a more serious note, I think there's a couple of huge missed opportunities for all of our dear SEOs who are in the e-commerce space. Number one, some of these new shopping habits are here to stay. Let's go build more content. Let's go build more substantive information around some of these topics like curbside pickup, like buy now, pay later. Let's go build out a real infrastructure of useful material that can help consumers leverage these types of shopping behaviors and habits, or even deal with scenarios like in stock, out of stock. What does this mean? How do we deal with it? What does it mean to like prepay for a product if this is an option that you have on your site? But what is really lacking, and I think what a lot of SEOs just aren't even thinking about is how do we build out a lot of content around this that isn't just support content, that isn't just something that's in the help center of these websites? And so that's one food for thought that I think everybody really needs to be become more vigilant on. Another thing that I think is really important is for us to go back and revisit some of our really critical pages, our category pages, our top selling products, and do some serious homework around what that's going to look like over the next three months, six months, and the next holiday season. It is not impossible to start forecasting better category pages, refining our search logic on some of these pages, or what our popular products are on some of these pages, because we need to become more vigilant about the fact that inventory is a very difficult thing to nail down. And so ensuring that what we show and feature on these pages is ahead of Google's ability to recognize whether or not it's in stock is super critical. And I'm seeing a lot of good SEOs get in front of that with their product teams, with their merchandising teams, and ensure that the experiences that they put out are of high quality and can actually rank. The more the buyer experience changes, the more SEOs are going to need to adapt to the real world realities. 
And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I continue our conversation and talk about whether Google should be giving more Google updates. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E. V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. You can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.